Well, good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Tuesday, June 21st, 2022. And our top story today, former ABA players lack a pension to pay for basic expenses and health care. Well, joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, John Abrams is with the Dropping Dimes Foundation. John, so great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, this is a, this is a topic that we have covered before, the Dropping Dimes Foundation serving the former American Basketball Association's uh, players, or that, that federation, that, that organization has kind of been folded into the National Basketball Association. But John, I, I want you just to remind us who Dropping Dimes is and what they do to help these ABA players. Well, the Dropping Dimes Foundation was an organization that I started with a friend uh, who was a fan of the ABA Basketball League, as was I. Uh, we were encouraged by Mel Daniels, who was a Naismith Basketball Hall of Famer. He was a great Indiana Pacer here in Indianapolis that played in the ABA. Uh, he was an all-star. He was one of the greatest. Well, he, he had told us um, about players that were living under bridges, players that were dying because they couldn't afford medical care. Uh, he told us uh, about several of his former uh, players in the league that, that just couldn't make it uh, in later in life. And so Scott and I, uh, on our own uh, initiative, started this organization. We started a non-for-profit. I was a, not only a fan of the ABA, but I was a ball boy back in the ABA for the Pacers. So I knew all the old players that are in Indianapolis. We kind of have a Pacer family here with our, our former coach, uh, Slick Leonard, who's a Hall of Famer who recently passed, uh, and probably a half dozen players that live that stayed here. And I've known all of them. I've been part of that family, and we'd get together and do things. Um, so I, I was aware of, of what was going on, and we decided to start this foundation in order to these players who could not make it financially and had needs that, that were unmet um, as a result of uh, the end of their uh, working lives. And the most, and several of them went into the NBA, and if they were there three years, they got a pension. But they never got credit for the ABA years they played, and for the guys that didn't make it to the NBA when the or for guys that um, didn't play three years in the NBA, they were left with nothing. Yeah, so that's why we started this. Obviously, obviously important, and our show is about retirement and and a lot more. There's a lot more that goes into into after retirement, goes into your lifestyle, etc. And and these players, it's not like you retire at age 65 as a American Basketball Association player or an NBA player, you retire fairly young. And so then you have to transition maybe to another vocation unless somehow you struck it rich. Why wasn't there a pension or at, during the ABA years? Well, there was one during the ABA years, but when the league folded and the four teams went from the ABA into the NBA, uh, the players thought they were going to be getting an NBA pension and it never occurred. And in reality, you know, all the research we've done and all the negotiations we've had with the NBA, you know, Scott, my partner, Scott is a uh, merger and acquisition attorney. So he's used to negotiating deals. Um, he's <laughs> taken the, uh, the front uh, on, on the negotiations and the talks with the NBA 
to try to help these guys out. They don't have a legal right, but you can argue they have a moral right. And there's, I mean, it's a really precedent because the 19, the pre-1965 NBA players, they did not have a pension in the NBA back then, but the NBA later retroactively gave those guys a pension. And Major League Baseball gave the Negro, li- uh, Negro League players something where they didn't have a, a legal right uh, to have to do it. But, you know, it's the moral thing to do. And, you know, we, we've been in talks with the NBA for quite a while. Scott has. And the reason I, I, this is the first Zoom I've done or, or an interview I've done, not because I don't like doing interviews, but because I work for the NBA. I work for, I'm the team ophthalmologist for the Pacers, and I have been for 36 seasons. And I'm friends with our owner. I don't want to lose. I didn't want to lose my job over negotiating and fighting with the NBA to try to get these guys a pension or some support and try to get the NBA to do the right thing. Um, so because of that, Scott's been doing all the, all the uh, negotiation and we've been in talk, serious talks. And, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic, quite frankly, that that Adam Silver and the NBA are, are going to do the right thing uh, fairly soon. But these guys are dying. I mean, they're they're We buried the last three guys. You know, our, our goal was to support the players while they were alive and help them in later years. Uh, and the last three players, we've had to pay for funerals. Yeah. It, it, to that end, and, and what really drew, redrew my attention to Dropping Dimes, Sam Smith. He was a star with the Utah Stars. He recently passed away. What were, what were some of Sam's challenges? Obviously, the pension, not having a pension. But he was really challenged financially towards the end. Um, he was definitely uh, financially challenged, and we helped him quite a bit. Um, the the initial, and I can speak about this because it was in the paper. Uh, we don't we don't like to give out any names or any stories because of sure. confidentiality. Some guys are uh, embarrassed to ask for help, uh, not you know don't want it out there. And then you know, being a physician, I understand about HIPAA and a lot of our a lot of our issues with helping players has to do with medical needs, with drug co-pays. And, you know, we had a player who couldn't, uh, he had a heart attack and couldn't afford the co-pay for his cardiac rehab. I mean, that's, that's the kind of things we're dealing with. But Sam um, lived in Indianapolis, even though he, he didn't play here. And um, Scott had a friendship with him because Scott's father, and he worked at the Ford plant uh, for, for several years together. And Sam was uh, living off of, you know, his... Um, resources that he had available, but it wasn't enough. His daughter um, suddenly died in their 40s, and he couldn't afford the funeral. And that was one of the first things we did for Sam and his family. Then we found out that she had an autistic five-year-old that Sam and his wife, grandparents, had to adopt and take care of, an autistic child, on limited resources. So we would give him funds to help uh, with Christmas gifts, things like that for the boy, um, so he could, you know, have some things, uh, from, from the family. And then more recently, Sam had a lot of medical issues, uh, and then, um, passed and, um, we have helped with his funeral recently. Yeah. Obviously very tragic. John, I want to, I need to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more to John about dropping dimes foundation, maybe how people can get involved and some next steps. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, 
and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses, I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers. This free book reveals little-known secrets about annuity strategies that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. Call right now for your free book. And as a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, both absolutely free, for calling Annuity General today. Call 800-504-8194. Welcome back. We're talking this morning to John Abrams of the Dropping Dimes Foundation. John, thanks so much for sticking with us this morning. It's my pleasure. I'm happy to speak yeah. to you. Yeah, it's great to talk about this. And, and look, th this circumstance, as horrendous as it is, you don't necessarily have to be a professional basketball player to have these circumstances. So I think there are a lot of lessons here for people um, as to why you need to save or why a pension or a benefit like this is so important. Because there are millions of Americans, John, out there who do not have a retirement benefit. But let me ask you about uh, you know, next steps. Are there things that people who are watching this program companies that are that are out there maybe watching the program how they can jump in and help some of these players through the dropping dimes foundation well we are always happy to accept any donations we're 501c3 it's a tax deductible contribution you know we we have had some fundraisers in the past that were very successful uh we had the 50-year aba reunion here uh in uh, 2018 and, and we were able to raise almost $200,000, which has really helped us for, for a small organization. But we, we readily get uh, donations from people that uh, were fans of the ABA. You can go to our website, droppingdimes.org. Uh, there's plenty of ways to give. You can read about our organization. We have an amazing board of directors, uh, an advisory board with all the Naismith Hall of Famers, and Bob Costas is on our board. Uh, he's been very supportive with... Uh, talking with the NBA, but we, we, um, we're happy to accept any donations. We have actually elicited help from other people in other areas. Like if somebody, I had somebody that needed oral, we had somebody that needed oral surgery, you know, it's not covered by Medicare and Medicaid. His teeth were needed to come out. They were getting abscesses. It was a health issue. 
we actually brought him here to Indy where uh, a former ABA player, Steve Green, who's a dentist here, helped us facilitate getting his oral surgery all done as a donation. We have um, been able to negotiate discounted uh, fees for certain things for players um, by just asking for uh, help that we're a, we're a charitable organization trying to help these guys. And we've been pretty good at being able to, to do that. Uh, we don't have unlimited funds. And unfortunately, the medical needs uh, of, of the uh, older players uh, far outpaces what we can provide um, to, to all of them that need it. Now, fortunately, not every player needs help, but, but a lot of them do. And I'm sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, I was going to say, you know, I I think as they get older, as you, as you know, with retirees, as people get older, your medical needs become greater and your coverage seems to become less and your co-pays seem to be higher. Um, So that's, that's really where we're helping the most. And I, I sure hope we can help guys while they're alive rather than, uh, putting them in the ground, which unfortunately is a sad scenario. Since we've been talking with the NBA um, over the last 18 months, we've lost 11 players out of the 140 that might qualify for some support from the league. Um, And of the 11, nine of them were African-American. Unfortunately, African-American males die usually seven years earlier than whites. And most of the ABA was uh, an African-American league. There were uh, more African-American players uh, where the NBA was mostly a white league. And that's part of the reason the, the league, you know, came to fruition and to give them a place to play. So uh, we're not, I, I'm not making, I don't want to make a race issue case or anything, but you know, it's hard to understand the NBA gi- is giving $300 million to black lives matter. It was announced last year, 30 million a year to black lives matter for 10 years. They give a hundred million dollars of, of charity from their fine money that they collect from the teams and players and, and to surprise, to provide support for all of our players in the ABA for the rest of their lives, it's estimated to be about 30 to $35 million. It's like one year's what they're Yeah. I mean, that, that's what, well, yeah. Well, considering what the NBA earns and some of the players earn and the league in general, uh, that is, uh, you know, that's like a quarter to a quarter to you and I, but l- let me ask you, um, John, in the, in the last two minutes that we, we have left, I mean, it seems to me things are progressing in terms of negotiation. The active players probably have to realize that the people in the ABA, the early NBA, those are the shoulders on which they stand that they get these large salaries. And even the 12th person on the bench gets a nice salary and they get a pension and they have a 401k plan. Um, so are they heavily advocate advocates for, uh, benefits for these folks? We've struggled to get the current players to support anything. Hmm. I don't understand why these guys are the pioneers. These are the guys that built, helped build the league that they're benefiting from. Um, you know, when you think about it, there would be no three point shot if it wasn't for the ABA, there'd be no slam dunk contest at the all-star game. Um, when, when the two teams merged, in the 1977, the first All-Star game in the NBA, when the two leagues were together, 10 of the 24 players were ABA players. When They brought a lot and contributed a lot to the NBA. And so it's yeah. kind of mind-boggling how it's hard to get the support of the players. Um, but like I said, I'm cautiously optimistic. I believe the owners 
and Adam Silver will do the right thing and that these guys will get support uh, during their last years. Yeah. Well, uh, John, we really appreciate you coming on the program, but also what you and Scott are doing. You know, these benefits are important. And, 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 and even though we're talking about the ABA, the former ABA here, a here, as I said, there are many, many Americans who do not or did not have access to a retirement plan. They may just get Social Security. That sometimes is not enough to cover the things that we're talking about, the expenses that only go up when you retire. John Abrams, always a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks so much. And give our best to your colleague, Scott Tarter. I will. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. That wraps up this episode of BRN AM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more, all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content, we'll visit our website, and of course, our streaming partners. We're back again tomorrow for another edition of BRN AM. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device. Are you being audited? And do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The Tax Doctor is here to help you negotiate your tax bill and reduce your stress. The IRS can freeze your assets and seize your bank accounts, but you can stop these IRS actions. The Tax Doctor will work with you using our years of experience to represent your case to help you get the best resolution under the IRS guidelines. Help is here to deal with the IRS to reduce your stress. We've handled thousands of cases, so we know what we're doing. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, do not call the IRS alone. Call a Tax Doctor now for a tax emergency analysis. Call 800-224-6439.